Hi everyone, welcome back. So happy that you're here. I am going to talk to you a little bit about uh, my spiritual life and uh, the uh, way that it helps me every day to remain positive and inspired and motivated and, uh, you know, trying to stay that way. Uh, It's always uh, something that picks me up when I fall down. And uh, so I'm going to talk to you about that today and hope that it helps you. And, um, you know, it's going to be a gentle reminder for me to kick some things into gear that uh, maybe have been on the back burner for a touch of time. So I've told you before about the history of my spirituality, and um, I really sincerely believe that all the rivers in the world lead to one ocean, right? So uh, that's figuratively speaking, not geographically, so please don't hound me with uh, geographical corrections. But uh, I mean that in a spiritual sense. Uh, I was raised Catholic, and I uh, believed those those things that I grew up believing, but at the same time, I had relatives that I was very close to that were Jehovah's Witness, and uh, I respected their beliefs because they were so passionate about them. Um, they were totally opposite than mine, but I respected it. And um, you know, I noticed over the course of many years that a lot of people, uh, you know, they read their types of Bible and they talk to their types of people. And, you know, when it comes to religion, and it's such a plaguing thing to talk about because you either believe one thing or you believe another. Well, not me. I believe a little bit of everything. And I uh, feel like I'm not one to say what is correct in one way, shape, or form or another. However, uh, I do love to pray. Uh, I take the best uh, things that give me the chills out of everything. I love to pray. And um, I am always thankful, as most of you know. Uh, the spiritual sense of me is a blend of so many different things. And, um, whenever I get the opportunity to do so, I, I don't push it onto anybody, but I, I definitely for myself, uh, when I'm by myself, I, uh, tend to utilize it as much as I possibly can. I, uh, have mentioned different times before in this podcast that I, um, I have a lot of anxiety. Uh, it wasn't identified as an anxiety issue when I was younger. It was just called having butterflies or it was called, um, you know, a nervous stomach, um, you know, uh, and it wasn't something that came to the surface until these recent years where, uh, people really start to identify what a big deal it is to, um, be nervous about something. It isn't something just real simple and blown off like you would imagine so. It really is something that's a lot bigger than that and it affects you. It affects you physically after a while if you don't uh, learn for ways to manage it. And as I said, if uh, you've missed a couple podcasts or you have a lot going on and you've missed some details along the way, Uh, My mom had become a spiritualist whenever my dad passed away because she promised him that she would connect with him on the other side. And uh, while we just looked at that as mom grieving, it turned out that she kept forth her promise and she went to a different school uh, in New York and uh, it was at a place called Lilydale 
and uh, she eventually became certified in the art of Japanese healing, which is also called Reiki, and um, it's vibrational therapy uh, that is conducive with positioning uh, different vibrations to stop the spread of cancer, to eliminate different aches and pains associated with arthritis, uh, alleviate uh, migraine headaches, and then that kind of um, segued into what they call quantum healing, which is healing from afar, Uh, and then that kind of just spiraled and uh, blossomed into a business uh, that she had for quite some time, and uh, then, you know, she had a lot of case studies that she started sharing with me, and then we started uh, going to different conventions and things like that, just to uh, kind of reach a little bit and see the possibilities of the impossible and kind of uh, understand what it meant to be open-minded to something like that. And I started making the connection of how that was energy, how that related to uh, death and the loss of that spiritual energy and that spiritual connection upon death. Uh, and what that level is when people are talking about near-death experiences. I've talked to you guys before about how I am completely enthralled by people's stories of near-death experiences. I'm definitely not one of those people who think that it's an imbalance of a chemical in your brain. And if you think that, I totally respect it. I'm not talking bad about it at all. Who knows what it really is, but I choose to believe that it's something much greater. And I have also, um, you know, been the person who says that I'm not going to believe anything unless I physically see it, which is funny because you never, most people never see a million dollars in their life, but they know that it exists, right? Uh, So it's an interesting thing that uh, I'm not permitted to talk about in my professional life. And most of the people that I'm close with are part of my professional life. Uh, Unfortunately, when you talk spirituality, it's um, a human resource issue. It becomes a religious thing, and that's not quite what I like to identify with it, although I do like to pray often. Um, I meditate, uh, and meditation and yoga is uh, something that... uh, I'll be honest, I meditate more than I practice yoga because of the uh, more advanced yoga poses are just way above me, uh, way beyond what I'm trying to accomplish whenever I am meditating. But, um, you know, just guided meditations on YouTube and things like that. um, I have really been able to not connect with people from the other side as much as my imagination does. Because trust me, when I get deep into meditation, I really feel like I'm visiting with the people from, from the other side. But most of the time, I credit myself for having an active imagination and feeling the tingles that come along with, uh, you know, really clearing your mind and clearing your imagination palette and just uh, putting your wishes in motion. And uh, I really do uh, fall into my imagination when I let myself. And that allows me to alleviate a lot of stress. And it allows me to figure out a lot of things about my life. Um, To be able to share this with you is in efforts to help you. uh, Whether you believe one thing or another, I, I hope that you're able to understand where I'm coming from on it. And 
kind of take out the pieces that could help you uh, in your thought processes whenever you're stressing out or you're nervous about something or feel anxiety, uh, that maybe you can take a couple moments and do some deep breaths, uh, some deep breathing. I have really bad sinuses, so it's hard for me to breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth, even when I'm exercising. I remember a personal trainer telling me once, Evelyn, you have to breathe through your nose and out through your mouth. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> I have chronic sinus issues. But um, regardless, wherever that relaxing place is for you in your head, um, it's, it's something that you can do to tame the energy that gets crazy within you. And, you know, whether there is uh, a, a defined um, place in your um in your, in your heart for, uh, the different chakras or the different auras or whatever. I, I meditate all the time and it just brings me to a place of understanding. Um, I, I can process where people are coming from, uh, in different storylines of my life, different stresses that they have. It helps me to be able to calm them down because I can see what their life is like by putting their shoe on my foot and uh, making them aware that they're not the only people that are going through certain things at a certain time. And I think that if more people did that, we would be such a more peaceful union as um, a world filled of relationships. You know, I tend to uh, take that energy and uh, try to turn it around whenever I see it going south. Uh, and, and it is only because I have experienced and understand what the end result is when you let uh, bad energy just ro- you know, roar out of control. Have you ever been in a room uh, where someone who was angry came into it and started screaming? Uh, it's really hard to release yourself from that feeling. And uh, when you practice energy like I do, uh, you uh, can, are able to um, put yourself in a place relatively quickly of peace and you can kind of dissect and uh, deal with those uh, feelings that you get when the energy is off or gets tense and you can help other people that are around you in doing so. I'm going to take a really quick break and then I'll come back and I'll tell you a little bit of how I know that uh, this is true in regards to my own experience and how I use it to try to make myself uh, a little bit more prepared for what's to come regardless of its positive or negative effects. so much for listening to that uh, quick advertisement. I am continuing on with uh, talking about spirituality and the churning energy inside of me and how I utilize it to help me remain calm and stay motivated and to uh, stay inspired. Uh, I love to inspire others, but occasionally I need a little get up and uh, action taking of my own. So Uh, Today, I'm talking to you about my own experience with it and why it means so much to me and uh, how I utilize it to try to achieve a lot of the goals that I set forth in uh, this podcast as a whole. So um, over the course of of 
the years, my mom has had many different types of um, friends. Uh, She's had many types of students that were learning with her and groups that she was a part of that I was uh, blessed enough to be able to watch do what they do best and use different techniques in regards to um, the Reiki or different types of massage, uh, aromatherapy. I uh, was very familiar with it. I had started a business with it in 2007. If you need to hear the story on that, please refer back to uh, season one. Um, But It was all in efforts for the greater good. And then the older I got, the more I started concentrating on how I could look within myself and kind of uh, balance that energy so that I could calm myself down in a really stressful situation uh, and kind of tame my anxiety levels. Because as I got older and uh, time started having its way with me. Money started having its way with me. People started having its way with me. I worked a couple jobs uh, after college where I was the uh, sore thumb. Like I worked at a car dealership. I was the only woman, um, you know, and they were really awesome to me. But I had to learn everything about cars from beginning to end. And then I, you know, had to learn about sales. Uh, you know, from beginning to end, and uh, it was on a niche that didn't really interest me, but I needed the money really bad, so I did it. Um, you know, I've worked in restaurants where I didn't like the food, or, um, you know, I didn't have anything in common with anybody that I worked with, uh, and I was looked at differently. Like, there were things where I had to step back as a person and evaluate what that meant to me and was it worth being nervous and was it worth all the energy that I was putting into it and was it worth all the energy that I was receiving in return and how to uh, use that energy uh, to form a a circle to feel complete as a person uh, with whatever the subject matter was and so I I was able to take in um, different Uh, wise um, sayings and uh, cause and effects of different things that happen to others and understanding what the future might entail uh, for some of the feelings that I was experiencing that I knew that other people had also experienced at, at different times or another and I started practicing meditation on a smaller level Um, I would actually start it in the bathtub. Now, I know this is a little TMI, but I would find myself in such a relaxed state while I was sitting in the bathtub and I'd had candles lit and music on uh, that it was the easiest time for me to clear my head and really start using my imagination to think about the things that make me the happiest in my life. Now, a lot of the guided meditations that you will listen to will tell you to imagine that you come up through uh, the place where you're sitting or you're laying once you find that area of relaxation that you hit and then see yourself going up through the roof of your house and through the sky where you see the entire town that you're above. And then you go through the universe and uh, eventually you hit a piece of land and on that land is your house. And it's not just any house, it's your dream house. And I always end up waking up in the bed of this dream house and the people that I love the most that I've lost and the people that are still on this earth are in this house. 
And as I, you know, walk through the house in my meditation and I visit with those people, I realize in the meditation that everything is going to be okay because no matter how stressful the situation can be, I can excuse myself for a period of time and I can go to this house in my imagination, in my meditation. And it just so happens that there's an actual um, physical feeling that comes from this release as well, which is undescribable and something that if you've never meditated, I highly suggest that you experience because it puts you on another level energetically and spiritually uh, because you're able to uh, really manage your feelings when you're, you're not meditating. You know, when you, when you see something or you get really bad news, uh, you know, I used to, when receiving really bad news that I couldn't deal with, uh, would just want to go to sleep. Uh, that's ironic because I'm an insomniac and have been since birth. Really? I mean, talk to my mom sometimes, she'll tell you. Uh, but I, uh, when I'm sad, all I want to do is sleep. That's like, uh, when I'm sad, all I do is lose weight. Um, and there, there are things that I have to turn around. Um, but, um, I no longer, you know, will sleep. I will, um, meditate and I'm able to have, you know, people, um, you know, reinforce that I have faith and that faith will get me through uh, whatever it is that's happening. And if you are a person of any type of faith, it doesn't matter what religion you're a part of, uh, then you can meditate. And um, it's a really solid, shining way to find the source of whatever brings you faith. And um, faith for me uh, is a threshold to uh, get to the other side. And on the other side is uh, an abundance of uh, positive energy. And it doesn't matter how much money I have or how much free time I have. Um, What matters to me once I get to that threshold of positivity is the strength of the relationships that I have with the people in my life. Whether I'm close to them and I spend all the time in the world with them or the very few conversations we've had have been of such fine quality that they've left an imprint on me to where I'm thinking about them all the time. And there's something about that that uh, is more of your churning energy persona than it is anything that money could ever buy or any social status that you could ever be or any work uh, or personal uh, status that you could ever achieve. It's it's definitely something that's within you. And if you've listened to my last podcast, uh, season in one, season one, I talk about uh, dimensional, um, the parallel universe, which I think is really interesting because it's scientifically proven uh, that there are multiple dimensions and it's also Googleable. It is, um, you know, it's touted by some of the greatest physicists of our time and previous times. I mean, it's, it's, there could be 10,000 of you living, uh, your life, uh, just in all different ways and experiencing all these different things. And that's where the root of, um, deja vu comes from and, and things like that is because maybe you did actually experience this in another, uh, veil, which is another, um, 
really interesting perspective in spirituality that sometime I'll go down the rabbit hole with you on. But uh, for the sake of this um, energetic episode, uh, just talking about the, the burning, the yearning, the feelings, the emotions that come along with uh, the energy that turns inside of you as well. I mean, um, you know, when someone tells you something that uh, gives you a reaction of any kind, it is that energy that is shooting up through your soul and it is reacting, right? That energy is a reaction of uh, your thoughts, your feelings, your passions. And learning how to control that energy is a blessing. It is something that kind of cuts the, the, the sharp edges off and it rounds it out so that you can uh, enforce the positive whenever things are starting to turn south and, um, you know, whenever you're too happy, it's the energy that lets you know that, you know, you have to be careful to set yourself up for um, too much happiness because then if you fail, you'd be devastated, right? And so it helps, and not all of my meditations are of the house and having the conversations with the people that I wish were in my life or not. Um, Sometimes my meditations are just taking me to a place where there's no drama, there's no, um, there's there's nothing that's going to um, stress me out or scare me or anything. Sometimes it's a garden or it's a path or it's, a hike or a waterfall or, you know, a river, um, regardless of, um, where it takes me, it's, it's amazing, uh, where once I hit that state, um, you know, and now, and I've mentioned this many times, now I have a spiritual room in my home and whenever I get the chance, uh, I take a couple minutes and that's all that it takes is a couple minutes and uh, I come in and, and because everybody in my life knows that I have this spiritual room, I've been very blessed. A lot of people have gifted me um, meditational pillows and cushions and candles and incenses and sages and Palo Santo wood. And um, I mean, I just have, I, and I also have, like I said, trinkets and stuff from all over the world from talking to different gurus and things like that on spirituality um but I just come in and I I I pray about things I uh I I'll spray uh different blessed sprays that I have I will uh light certain candles it all depends on how stressful the situation is and who it affects and uh whether I'm able to do something about it or not a lot of times when things happen that are unfortunate that I can't control those are the hardest things for me to get past or over or deal with in a mature matter um you know I I mean mature might be the wrong word um but I try to um put myself out there whenever I have something that I can help with that someone might need something uh you know and if there's nothing that I have in my magic toolbox to be able to help anybody with, then it really becomes a hindrance. I, I start to feel, um, you know, pretty helpless because I can't do anything to change the outcome of a situation. And I think those are the biggest stresses uh, that spirituality, they can't take care of that, right? Um, you know, things that are certain, like if someone is dying and you need a miracle to save them or... Um, if you're worried about somebody and you don't know how they're going to, you know, how they're going to 
turn out. I mean, all you can do in a situation is is pray for them. And so, uh, was I a big prayer growing up? No. Um, I, I mean, I went to um, I went to CCD, which was kind of like a Bible school growing up. I, um, like I said, was raised Catholic. When my dad was getting sicker, uh, we went to Holy Days of Obligation. We made sure that we were always, you know, at church on time. Um, you know, I experienced a lot of, um, the structured religion, um, as an adult, I didn't do a whole lot of prayer. And like I said, um, you know, unless I needed something, right. Um, a lot of my years before I became really spiritual were I prayed if I needed something, but then after I started taking baths and started to, um, meditate when I was in the bathtub, um, I started realizing uh, the feelings that it was giving me and the way that I was able to balance out uh, the energy and feel like I was having a more sincere relationship with the God that I believe in and, um, you know, how it was helping me uh, really balance out the stresses that I was going through in my life. And that was probably about 15 years ago. I mean, it's been a long time. And now, of course, I've graduated from, you know, out of the bathtub and into the spiritual room. Uh, I'm able to not only uh, have a lot of um, awakening experiences, I dream of a lot of things to happen in my life uh, through my spiritual meditations, but I also have this unique uh, way of practicing different types of meditations. Like it's a a unique strength for picking things up relatively quickly because I've been doing it for so long and I see things in people that are hard for themselves to see that is uh, a huge um, asset for for me to have gained uh, in the profession that I'm in so um, you know I've mentioned before that I, I negotiate a lot and so I can identify what makes people nervous I'm really good at seeing red flags I can tell when someone is intimidated uh, and I can pinpoint relatively quickly by what is said or done that it's intimidating them uh, because I can feel the energy that's coming off of them I can't see energies or anything special like that I, I can't see auras a lot of people assume that because I'm so spiritual that I'm I have psychic abilities or, or things like that and I don't uh, I wish that I did sometimes, although I'll be honest, I am definitely uh, a scaredy cat when it comes to uh, getting too deep in spirituality. I uh, like being in control of things and I feel like uh, because it is so very real to me that uh, if you get deep enough into it uh, that you can lose yourself in a meditation, uh, not for forever, but um, I've had meditation sessions that were only supposed to be a half an hour to an hour and open my eyes and it'd be three hours later and there'd be tears streaming down my face. Not because I'm sad, but because what has happened and what I have, um, you know, kind of sorted through in my mind stress-wise has brought me to a feeling of resolution that um, has made me emotional. Um, but those of you who know me know that I'm an incredibly emotional person as it is. And again, that's a blessing and a curse in its own right. But um, I wanted to talk to you guys about this because those of you who follow me on Instagram, you see a lot of spiritual stuff that comes up, especially around the full moon. I uh, get very deep with it. Um, with the full moon, I see this physical change in the tide of the ocean. And I've mentioned before, I live down by the ocean. So... Um, I 
I see a difference in people's mood. I see a difference in what you hear is going on in the world. Uh, I see a difference in the weather a lot of times. I see it being a renewal or, um, you know, a difference that is happening worldwide in regards to the stages of the moon and what they mean for the planet. Uh, And that, scientifically speaking, uh, gets me all excited and revved up for the full moon. And a lot of times I will watch the sun go down at the beach and I will watch the moon rise and I will meditate uh, for the time that the moon is changing on the other side of the world. Uh, This most recent one, I meditated from the uh, yoga institution and I did it at 1045 in the morning, which was uh, the time that the moon uh, was rising in uh, Mumbai. So it was fantastic. I experienced, uh, which was the first time for me, uh, some chanting. Uh, They taught as they were going through the meditation what the chanting was meaning and uh, the effect that that was going to have spiritually on everybody that was in the crowd. Not only was there thousands of people that were in this crowd that was doing the meditation with us, but it was live. So um, I had looked and there was 70,000 people from all over the world that were tuned in along with me. Uh, and I used a break to be able to do that. And it wasn't very long. And uh, I felt so renewed afterwards. But then after I was able to um, get off of um, some of my responsibilities that I was in charge of, I was able to go to the beach and then uh, experience the feeling of the sea and, you know, the waves and uh, the tide coming in. And I was able to see some really cool things uh, regarding some of the wildlife. I saw a couple crabs come up out of the uh, sand that doesn't have anything to do with spirituality, but I was there by myself. And if you check out my Instagram, uh, you know, this will be postponed for a couple months, but you'll be able to see uh, I was sitting on the beach and it was absolutely amazing. I took a lot of pictures, but um, going off on a, a tangent now, um, definitely if you are open-minded enough and you don't have to be, you may have, um, you may be one of the people who stuck around to hear the end of this podcast, so good for you. Um, definitely look into uh, your more spiritual self and try to pray as much as you can. Uh, and understand that um, spirituality isn't one religion. It's pretty much all religions. And even if you're you're not practicing religion, say you're on strike and you're like, I'm not a religious person, that's fine. But uh, at least look into yourself when you're feeling anxiety to try to practice even the smallest, lightest forms of meditation can help you beyond words. And uh, once you start doing that, really... It really puts a perspective on the power that you have to control your own emotions. And controlling your own emotions is something that a lot of people are afraid to tap into. It will make a better leader out of you if that's what you do. It will make you a stronger team member if that's what you do. Family member, whatever role that you play in your life, it'll make you a stronger parent. It will make you a stronger husband or wife. It will make you um, more sensitive to other people's feelings and understanding and feeling what they're feeling. Uh, Regardless, being able to shift that energy into different places to deal with it from a different perspective, which is amazing. I have taken you over my time and hopefully you were able to get a lot out of this podcast episode. I hope to hear from you. And if I don't, that's okay too. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.